Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is one of my great high school buddies. I said I'm like a brother. And we continue in our fatherhood discussions this week. Mr. Mitchell Matthews, thank you for joining me. No problem, bro. Hey, man, no again, I really, really appreciate you doing this, man. Um, you wanted to, you wanted the fathers that I, you know, that I admire, respect, and I look up to. So it's it's an honor to have this conversation with you. Appreciate it, man. No problem. You know, you know, I'm always good to have a conversation, man. So first of all, man, before we start, how you been, man? How's everything going? Everything going fairly well. Um, we just came from uh, Bowie State earlier today to make sure you know my son getting stuff with enrollment for the fall for Bowie State together and um. Spending time with him and my daughter while I was teleworking. So, <laughs> you know, I was doing that today while I had the chance to do it. So, everything cool, man. Work cool. Everything been pretty good lately. Okay. Hopefully, stay that way or get better. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that is just son, is he going to continue to play football at Bowie State? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. I can't wait. No, I mean, I, I, I hope it's not too personal. Why did he change schools? It was a, a like a, a racial component in the ECU that he really didn't particularly care for. Oh. Um, that and he just didn't, I think he he mainly didn't like the environment, which I, I told him when he went down there. I said, I, I didn't think he was going to like the environment. Really? Opposed to other schools that was in Carolina, like Carolina A&T or Coastal Carolina. But he um he chose to go to ECU with me. So, you know, we belong to our choices. I let him make his choice. I don't uh his mom was like was asking me, you know, do we think we should press him to go to another school? I was like, no, let him make his decision. He gotta live with his decision. So, you know, like he ain't he ain't no child, you no, know, let him make his decision if he make a mistake. Just got a rebound for him. That's all, you know. I don't believe in trying to tell them everything to do. Let them make their choices. They got to learn, you know what I'm saying, if they make bad choices, how to bounce back from them. And that's what he's doing right now. So okay. shout out to my son. Was it hard? Was it hard for you to watch him go through that? Um, because he because he it didn't really affect him that much. No. Okay. But but because he was down there, when I dropped him off, I dropped him off. It was hard to, to walk away from him. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> um, that's the first time I, this is the longest I've ever, ever been away from him. You know what I'm saying? That was like, man, it was like four, four five months. Oh. Um, when I, because uh, when they had family day, I ain't go. Because I wanted him to have his experience. I ain't want to butt in. You know, his mother trying to run down every chance she got. <laughs> but I, I wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to let him have the experience. Uh, we would FaceTime and stuff like that, you know, but I wanted him to have his experience. I didn't want to get in the way. You know what I'm saying? Let him, you know, have his college experience and be on his own because he ain't never had the opportunity. So I wanted him to do it up on his own. I, I, I want to make sure I'm clear. You said you did not go to family day? No. Why not? I mean, it's... It, it was like, like two or three weeks after I dropped them off. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, nah, man, nah. And I want, like I said, I want him to have his experience, man. I ain't had to run down there. Do you? Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't know it was that close. That's why I was like, yeah. okay. And look, it was on, and look, it was on my birthday too. 
<laughs> so why don't you say the real answer? <laughs> no, nah, no, it, it really was. That, it really was that the fact that it was it was so close. Like we, it wasn't even a month, and we and it was having a family. I was like, dang, that's nah, really I'm, close, man. Yeah, I'm messing with you because that is. It's like they don't even really get a chance to miss you. We dropped them off like August 23rd, and then like September 18th, they having family day. I was like, what? Yeah, that's like that's yeah. crazy. That was, that was, that's early. I was like, okay, whatever. He was like, Dad, you ain't got to come down there. I was like, oh, I'm not. I said, you gonna have your experience, bro. <laughs> when I come, but I went down there by myself to go get them. So yeah, oh, because you you just went and got them right, like a couple maybe like that was like November, December, like something around that time when I went to go get them. So oh, you, I, okay. Oh, you talking about when you got them for the transfer? Yeah, yeah, for good. When I got them from down there for good. Okay. He didn't. He, he what he what he do? Maybe like four months. Yeah, it was four months. The first semester. Okay. He did a whole semester. He's like, nah, that. <laughs> I was like, really? He was like, mm. So would be. I mean, because you 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 said you wasn't really excited about him going anyway. So when he said he was coming back, how did you feel about it? The fact that he was still going to go to school and he had a plan, I was happy about it. Okay. He had a he had a plan before because when he was talking about leaving, I was we would talk about it like for about a month. And um I told him I was like, you know, don't just leave. I like have a plan. You know, and he he was like, nah, he said I'm working on some stuff. I was like, okay. So, you know, he talked to some people, talked, he did this on his own, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad he did it on his own without having his mother or me or somebody else button in and like trying to make him change his mind. I was like, nah, you do this yourself. You want to do this? Do it. Like, if I need me help you, I can. I was like, but I'm not, I'm, you're going to be the lead guy. I'm just falling in line. And um, that's what he did. He set up the buoy stuff. Just so happened that I, I know some people there, and the rest is history. He he be there in the fall. Okay, I'm gonna go to the very beginning for you. What when was the when did you what year did you have your first child? Two thousand and two. My oldest daughter Imani. I was twenty two, going on twenty three. So we're gonna go back to that. What was the feeling for you when you? realize you were going to be a father. I was happy as hell. You know what I'm saying? I was happy as hell. And then seeing her born, I was like, at all, or what, what happened? Like, I never experienced something like that in my life. That that was, I, every time I think about it, I smile about it because it, it was, it was an experience that I, man, I can't, I don't even know if I could put it into words. Like, I was that happy. You know what I'm saying? That, that was a, Damn, that, that, uh, what my man Shorty said, I had a glow when I came home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you was, was about 20, 23, right? 23? I was 22 going on 23. And you and you felt like you was ready for that? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. At the time, I, I don't think I was, but at the time, I felt like I was ready. I don't think nobody's particularly ready to be a parent. You know what I'm saying? But um, I was, I, I stepped up to the challenge, though. It was some things that happened along the line, but, you know, it is what it is. You you said you could look. What makes you say you could look back now and say you don't think he was ready? Um, 
because of circumstances with uh with with my finances and my I was living like a bachelor. You know what I'm saying? And I had I have I had a girlfriend which was their, my kid's mother, but I was still living like a bachelor. I wasn't really ready to, you know what I'm saying, to have a uh, to be a father and have a child come live with me. You know, I wasn't really ready. Oh, you wasn't married at the time? No. Mm. Oh. I always thought you was married when you had your first kid. No, I was I was worried when my old when my after my oldest son was born. Oh yeah, after he was he wasn't even one yet. Mm. Okay. And you said, damn, and you said you you said you was living like a bachelor. I was. And when she was born, me and uh, Shorty was living together. We had a two-bedroom apartment around uh, around Sulin. And we was living together, you know what I'm saying? Still, you know, living like we was the college kids and crap for real. And um, you know, and then here come my son, which which I was definitely ecstatic of having a son, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, as as the time went along, you know, so I had people around me helping me. You know, it's like my my father was a big help to me. Um Man, he was a huge help to me. You know what I'm saying? All the way through the process, even up until almost until he my, my dad got sick. And he was he was like my biggest help. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't have no guys around me who had three or four kids and stuff like that. So he was the one that was always helping me with a lot of stuff when it comes to came to fatherhood of that, you know, many of kids. And I'd be honest with you. I would never change it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it no other way. How? How? In, you 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 said it was your father? Like your father was instrumental in the help. Like that's we don't really get to hear that too often. Yeah, I know. Um, my dad, me and my dad was close. You know what I'm saying? Um, he when I when I first became a father and stuff like that. Um, I think I told you, I found out that my my uh, my oldest daughter wasn't mine, and that crushed me. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? That that crushed me. And for for a while, like I was real messed up. The only person who really seen me in that in that state was my friend Shorty. And for him, I I, I told him to his face. I said he I'll be forever grateful for him because he coached me through a lot of stuff, through a lot of pain, through a lot of crying, through a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I I still say that my oldest daughter is the reason why me and their mother even got back together because I had no plans of being back with that woman, but I could not walk away from my daughter. Wow. You know, so I, I couldn't walk away from her. So, you know, when you around somebody all that time, it just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's never been like she's not my daughter. It's always been like she's my daughter. Even now, she just turned 21 a couple of weeks ago. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's always been she my daughter. And and there's nothing uh nothing that's gonna change that neither. So was that was that something you even wanted to know? I didn't have a choice but to know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh she was only like six months when I found out. So but I had been around her the entire so I was around her every day. All day, stand at my house, all that. 
So it, it was, I couldn't walk, walk away from it. And I, I, I did want to know. I did want to know. I'm, I'm really like bad. Like, I hope it's not too personal, but like, why did you want to know? I, I'm be honest with you, James. I have no clue. <laughs> no clue why I wanted to know. You know what I mean? I have no clue. It's if I if I had to say because the 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 father what the father is, is deceased. Oh, okay. But but in that in that time he wasn't. So oh. I I wanted to know. You know what I'm saying? Then I found out who it was or whatever. And you know, I was I I was ready to walk away. I was. I just couldn't walk away from her. I could not. That and if he'd have still been living, that'd have been hard. That it took me some time to walk away. You know what I'm saying? Because I I cared about her. I still do, I still do it. Like I said, you, you see me around my my door. Yeah, and of course. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, that was hard. That was hard to deal with. Only thing got me through that was God. I'm telling you. Yeah. I remember the state I was in. That that was the, the worst state I ever been in. I can bet. How old was 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 the father? Because you said he passed away. How old was the daughter when he passed? Uh oh, my daughter. Yeah, how old was she? Like seven months, maybe seven, eight months, maybe. Oh, so he passed. So he passed like like early in the process. Yeah, Un- unfortunate uh, set of circumstances. Um, I don't want to see nobody lose their life. Right, you know right, 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 right. And it was to violence. So nah, I, I just it wasn't something that I, I was um happy about. But when I found the, I found out the news, I wasn't happy about that. Right. But I knew what that meant to to my to my daughter. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if the police ever caught the bam. I hope they did, but you know how I be. You never really know. Yeah. If I'm, I'm I'm sitting back thinking about the situation, and I don't think I would have wanted to know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm knowing that I I don't even know why I wanted to know, bro. But I, I probably I probably wanted to know because I'm gonna be walking away, like you know what I'm saying. Like I I, I don't know, I don't know. I can't I can't go back to that. That was what twenty something years ago. I can't yeah, do yeah. I don't exactly remember why, but I wanted to know. I mean, it's 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 one of those situations because it's like, from a DNA standpoint, mm-hmm. it is good for the child to know. Because well, I got to know the family. I got to know the family also. So, and a, a lot of them I'm cool with today. So okay. it's like that was that was um, there's some get some good people. So I'm glad I did. You know, at least get to meet them. Um. But but I'm glad I met them because I seen the differences in like you know what I'm saying how things are you know what I'm saying between my my kids and you know so I can see the differences. But at the same time, man, I love that little girl, man. <laughs> for real, for real, like she she makes me smile every time I see her. Still, and she's 21. Yeah, 
Did what did you so did she she establish a relationship like with with the grandparents and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Me, uh, her mother made sure that that happened. She thought that I she hoping that I didn't get offended. I wasn't. I told her she needed to have that relationship. You know what I'm saying? That that was something that needed to happen. So, you no, know, she had that. She got a good relationship with her, the uh, that family and mine. So, mm-hmm. it it does. She doesn't. She doesn't see anything different from what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can answer this, but how did you make peace with that situation? I I how that's a good damn question. Um I think it was because of my daughter, bro. I think it was all about her. I think it, it was all about her. I think that was the only reason I was able to look past it. You know what I mean? Then like a like she was like a year old when my my son my my son was being born. So like when that happened, it was like I got a daughter and a son. You know what I'm saying? So like that become, at that point it kind of become like blind. Like I'm blind to the fact at that point. Until like you know what I'm saying, until she go around the other family, but it still didn't really, it didn't make a difference for me. You know what I mean? It didn't make a difference because she was gonna be my daughter. She followed me everywhere. Like it wasn't, there was no divide. You know what I mean? It was yeah. never, never no divide. So it wasn't like it was a time where she wasn't my daughter or something like. Nah, there was never a divide. So I think that I think that's what kind of made me at peace with it. Okay. I think I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna take a step further. I think my kid's mom helped that also because she she kind of had a stance that you know Mitch is her father and whatever he says goes. Oh. And, and their family took it like and his family took it like that too. So it that that went a long way. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I mean, yeah, that. I mean, that definitely would help because it, now you're establishing. I don't want to say not dominance because that's not a good word. Dominance is not. I know. I know what you mean. I'm like you're establishing. Like discipline. That you're here. Like yeah. Like this jury. Yeah. You know what? You're establishing a culture for your family. Yeah. That's the best exactly. way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Now, how how old were how old were you when? Because this is the woman you did marry, right? Yeah. How old were you when you got married? Damn, how old was I when I got married? Um, twenty four, going on twenty five. You was young. Yeah, I was. I was, <laughs> I was. To be honest, too damn young. I think. Why you um, say? Because I, I, I like you know when you look back, I mean, you know, hindsight is a mug, you know, as a mother. But I look back at things. I was like, man, I shouldn't have did that. Not then. That wasn't the right time. Me and her actually talked about that before, and I was like, you know, I don't think I was ready. She's like, she ain't think she was ready neither. You know what I'm saying? And I, and but we did it because we was already living together. And I, um. Our, our parents kind of wanted us to do it and all that stuff. 
it was some it was some things that kind of uh, let us know we probably shouldn't have did it, but we did it anyway. You know, you know, when you young man, you like man, ain't nobody gonna tell us what to do. Yeah. We gonna do this because we want to do it. Yeah, we shouldn't have did that. So you so so having so having kids and living together did kind of push y'all towards marriage. Yeah, but that wasn't the right reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That wasn't the right reason to do it. I didn't, you know, I didn't learn those things until later on in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to, you know, to get married for the right reasons. And if you don't, uh, more than likely, it's going to kind of pan out that you is not going to work. I feel that way. Yeah. Um, if you're getting married for the wrong reasons. What's the but wrong reason? For, uh, you know, for just for, for what people want, other others want you to do. Um, or getting married, married out of money for money, or you know, I, all these shallow reasons that people get married. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I think we, I think we, did we love each other yet? I, I, I don't have no doubt to that, but I don't think we was ready for no marriage. And and in our marriage, we did have some fun. We did have some fun times. We did, but overall, it, we, we, I don't never like to blame her. I say we didn't work on what we needed to work on to make our marriage work. Yeah. I think if we did, we could have worked things out, but you know, it ain't <laughs> happened that way. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, it's always when it's over, you can look back and say, damn, I could have, I could have fixed yeah. it. I could have could have would have should have. Yeah. You but it's when you but but you know what it is, it's like when you're going like when you're going through it, like in that moment. Like you so emo- you so emotional. Yeah. You can't really you can't really like put the prop put put the put it in this proper perspective. Like you just your emotions are involved, your feelings are involved, and you just want to be right. And once you get to that point, it's see now see for 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 us for us men, making these type of decisions is tough because you know you know what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a male, you know, you got the child support thing comes with it. A lot of other stuff come with it. You're not going to get to see your kids every day. A lot of other things come with it. And that was the part I wasn't prepared for. But I'm going to say this, though. I stand firm in my decision because I didn't make it. I didn't make a rash decision. Uh I thought about it for a long time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. And then when I say a long time, James, I'm talking about like a year. I thought about it for a long time time and i went to her and told her we needed to do the need to do it mm-hmm. um I, but but i i don't regret that decision but i was not ready for not seeing my kids every day having to pay child support you know all oh, those things i wasn't ready for that at that particular point in time that's the part i should have thought through a little more but I, I still didn't anticipate it you know what i'm saying but that's when my dad came in for for the for uh, a lot of the, a lot of stuff um because my dad went through it with him him and my mom yeah except it was just once it was just me because my other siblings was born way after me like my sister is ten years younger than me my other brother is eleven years younger than me. my youngest brother is sixteen years younger than me so they are you know way beyond you know what I'm saying younger than me so when all that stuff happened they wasn't even around. Oh. But but my dad helped me get through a lot of stuff 
you know what I'm saying, telling me how to process, you know, paying child support, you know, how to how to do it, how to maneuver through it and all those type of things. Man, that stuff was huge for me. It was huge. I don't know how I how to last it, you know what I'm saying, going through all this. I wasn't making a lot of money at the time, and they taking a big chunk. Yeah. I was like, yeah, how the hell am I going to live off of this? Like, you know what I mean? But luckily, I had some um, I had some some guys on, in, that was in supervisor positions that was in my corner, and they was helping me out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Giving me a whole rock of overtime to work. They know I wasn't going to turn it down. I, I, they knew I knew I needed the money. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back up to something you said because you said you didn't really think it through. So do that mean you if you had thought it through, you may not have done it. I might not have done it at that time. At that oh, time. Okay. But it was going, it was more than likely, unless something had drastically changed, it was gonna be done. Uh, well, I mean, I guess my next question would be, well, why delay the inevitable? Like if you know it's gonna go that route, then I would have tried to prepare myself better for, you know what I'm saying, what was about to take place, like me not being able to see my kids, the child support angle, all those things. I would have tried to prepare myself better. For it, I wasn't ready because it just bang and stuff just happened, and I, I was like, what "The hell, I'm missing my kids." All this stuff, like I, I, I could, I could, it, it was, it was hard for me to um, go through that, and I was staying with my mother. Lord knows, I love my mother to death. <laughs> <laughs> never, never again. <laughs> it won't. Like, it drive me crazy. You know, it's hard. It's hard to be a father in somebody else's house or stuff like that. Even your parents. It is. It is. So, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, I'm gonna say this. Um, I don't. I don't know if it. Like, I don't know if there's anything you could have done to prepare yourself, man. I don't. I don't know if it would have been anything I could have did to prepare my. I think maybe. The child support thing, maybe I would have been able to stack some more, stack some money before I, um, you know what I'm saying, before I had to go into that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like not seeing my kids or anything, I don't think it's nothing that it's, would have been to prepare me for that. Yeah, that that's the one I'm thinking. The the money thing, that's debatable. But the right. the the not seeing your kids every day, like you know, that's a that's an adjustment. Man, that's and, an adjustment that I never made an adjustment to. I, I'm honestly, even yeah. until they until they became like like full blown teenagers, that I was still adjusting to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a, I'm you know what? I'm in divorce or separated and divorced like 11 years. Okay, I'm not gonna say I really got used to stuff until like around the pandemic. James, and that's and that's because my kids was with me a ton. Uh, you know what I'm saying? My oldest son basically started living with me in 2020, so I had him. Then uh, my my other son, he would come back and forth. He would stay weeks at a time. My youngest daughter would spend weeks at a time. But when my youngest daughter was small, when we divorced, she was like four. Or something like that, and she would cry every time she left me. That would gut me, man. I swear. Yeah, 
it would it would gut me inside. Mm. So she was on. She was okay. So she was supposed to. Your sons really don't remember then. They was like seven, eight. But you know how us boys are, man. They was like, long as we get to see daddy, I'm good. Okay. Wait a minute. You say how old were they? You say how old were they? They was like seven and eight. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Okay, I got back up because I thought you said your daughter was four. No, my youngest daughter was four. Oh, the youngest. Okay, I'm sorry. Young, I'm sorry. My youngest okay. daughter was four. Okay. And my old, my oldest daughter, she was like uh, ten. Oh, okay. 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 So it it was a um, adjust. It was a big adjustment. Huge adjustment. No, but. Did you did you ever did you ever consider just saying you know what fuck this I'm gonna just stay for the kids? Yeah, but it wasn't a, it was still it got ah uh, it got worse because that was what I was basically doing for like the last like six to eight months probably. Yeah, I'm 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 reaching here with the time frame, but it it was it just wasn't working. It wasn't working for not even one of us. So I was like, nah. the only thing that was keeping me happy was them. That was it. Wasn't nothing else. Man. I don't think, you know, we don't we don't talk about divorce enough. Like, that shit is tough, man. You know, I hate to say it like this, but when you, when, when I always see, maybe just what they see on social media and stuff like that, but when you see See it on TV. People act like men don't suffer in a divorce. We do. Yeah. We gotta go through. We gotta go through. Most of us don't want to get a divorce. That's the first. That's the first. Most most guys don't want to get a divorce. So you you losing the person that you you married. That's the one thing. And then you being away from your kids, and then you getting money taken from you. All of those are things that's gonna turn your life upside down. You know what I'm saying? So I basically had to start from scratch and build it back up. It's like a multitude of of bad karma hit me at the the time. It's like I was like, as I was in quicksand for a while. It was like, I was like, man, like everything I touch is just, everything's going wrong. But not that all I, all, I say, all I know how to do is what my grandfather and my dad told me to do is work. Work your way out of it. Work your way out of it. And that's all I was doing. Every time I I, I made a, like a little comment, like it was small things that was giving me victories. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I did that. I go to the next thing. Like it, that, that's how I was doing. If something went wrong, I was like, all right. All right, I adjust from that and then just keep on moving. I had that mindset. I still got it today. Even though we in a totally different space. You know what I'm saying? But it, it I still got it today. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it it is a it's still a challenge, but shoot. Look, my daughter 21. She got a she got a daughter. She doing good. My older son is in the other room <laughs> cooking or whatever. <laughs> he doing. Um, my oldest, my my other son, about uh, he about to graduate. He ain't graduate when he's supposed to, but he graduated in August. Okay. So he graduated. He graduated in August, and he we trying to get him into this trade school, but he working right now. 
And then my youngest daughter, she's going to her sophomore year in high school. So I, it can be worse. Yeah. Where would you where would you say you're at mentally today as opposed to that time period when y'all first got the divorce? Oh, I'm way better than <laughs> <laughs> It's not even close. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I'll try to tell you, man. Look, back then, I was just smiling, keep from crying a lot of times, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I was trying, I was dealing with people I probably shouldn't have been dealing with just to try to stay busy. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people, some people came along in my life that helped me that I'm still cool with today, male, male and female. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah, I'm way better now, way better, man. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you, I had some therapy sessions to help me. I did, okay. but but you know what? A lot of the therapy sessions came from older guys that I know who've been in the same, not the exact same predicaments, but been in some of the predicaments I've been in, and instead of them. Bashing, you know how a lot of people they will get in and start bashing. Man, fuck that man, messing with these good man, forget these girls, man. Up, it wasn't nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It was some guy telling me, like, look, man, you know, everything happened for a reason, man. You bounce back, you're strong, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Words of encouragement. Uh people uh, like giving me great advice along the way. Man, I had some some good peoples, man, like you. Uh, my man Lamar, my man Shorty been right there with me. My man Jermaine been right there with me. My man Trevor been right there with me. My cousin Adam, my uncle Teddy, my stepfather Greg. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my dad before he passed. Um, I had a lot. I had a lot. Uh, you know what I'm saying? People in my corner. Not to mention my mother, who my mother stayed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> She made it, she might have irritated the hell out of me, but it was necessary. You know what I'm saying? It was very necessary. Um, my grandmother was dead, but it was my grandmother and my, and my aunt. They they at first at first it seemed like they were taking my my ex-wife side more so than me. And I that kind of hurt me for a second. You know, so I was like, dang, y'all my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then um, you know, so I had to talk with them. You know what I'm saying? I, regardless of which, you know, which I'm still your family. You can, I, I think a lot of things didn't change. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things didn't change over the years. Even me and my ex-wife, like when I went to Bowie State, she went with me. We went together. Okay. Me, her, my son, my daughter. I drove. We went out to uh, Bowie State. Hannah will be handing hand on my son. Came back. No big. She just turned forty uh, this past weekend, oh, and okay. you know, and we, you know, I was, I went to some of the celebrations she had. You know, some people thought it was extreme, but I was like, no, that's my kid's mother. And like I ain't like I was hanging around them and all that stuff the whole time. Right. Her and Adam, her and my cousin Adam, birthday on the same day. Also, that's crazy. <laughs> and a year, and a year apart. Damn. Right. So, I mean, mentally, I'm in a way better place, man. 
you you may I I want to touch on something because you said you know her birthday and you were celebrating and you know things of that nature. How how was it repairing that relationship? Because let's let's be clear. I'm sure anytime it's divorce, you know, there's damage done to that relationship. So mm-hmm. what was the process like for y'all like coming together and actually coming to a place of healing the relationship? Um we butt heads every once in a while. And I, I think that's going to happen because we both have uh, different ideas about what our kids should or shouldn't be doing or whatever the case may be, particularly as they got older. Um, but for the most part, we've been on the same page. The I just learned to let stuff go. You know what I'm saying? We we had some therapy sessions. Um, and then the therapy, in the therapy sessions, I... I expressed to her that look, I, I left I left everything. I left everything in the in the past. I had to drop that. Cause if, if how you gonna move on if you still holding on to stuff that happened in the past? Yeah. So I left all that where it was. Cause that I felt like it was holding me back from reaching my full potential. Mm. And 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 I felt like once I let it go, everything just started happening for me. You know, everything started happening the way I felt it should have been happening. Like you ever work for something so hard and then you feel like, damn, I can't never get no damn way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, how am I working this hard and I can't get shit done? What's going on? Yeah. And I felt like that was some of the baggage that was holding me back. And once I let it all go, man, every the everything just started happening for me. Over the last, I want to say five years, progressively been getting better. I mean, like win after win after win after win after win. It's been happening like that over the last five years. So how long did it? So how be so five? So how long was you holding on to that baggage? Like how many years was that? Maybe six years. Okay. Maybe I know the first three. Man, I probably was. I'm gonna say I was a sorry motherfucker at that point. <laughs> First three years, because I was, I was, I was bitter, and I, I took that, I took that out on other women, which I shouldn't have did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, and those women, I actually apologized to them too. So, ain't like I uh, just damaged and left or something like that. I ain't do nothing like that. But mm-hmm. I always stated my true intentions because I don't believe in lying. You know, we say lying to kick it. I don't believe in doing that. So yeah. I, I I always stayed in my true intentions, and um, we cool now. Okay. The, no, the, but I that was just me. I guess lashing out. I, I guess. Oh yeah, human. You know, right? Yeah, but I I ain't I ain't know how to pro I ain't know how to process even I didn't know how to process my feelings about none of that at that particular point in time. Just like when my uh. You was around me when my dad died. It took me a while to process that. Like it, it, it was it was hard. And I'm to be honest with you, I still I still am processing it. It's mm-hmm. not um not an easy thing. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's tough. Cause I and to be completely honest, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna mention your dad too much on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only because it's it's been it's been it's been what a year two years, almost two. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, but I just remember when mine passed, and that was uh, 
Yo, how old was your father when he when he passed? How old was he? Yeah, sixty three. Wow, mine was sixty four. So he was he was he was he just turned sixty three two months before he passed. So mine was sixty four, but I was I was only twenty nine, and you was what? what so you would have been like forty one, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you feel cheated? What you mean? Like I didn't get to spend enough time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, even though I spent a lot. <laughs> even though I spent a lot, um, it's some, it's some, it's some reasons why. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel cheated. Um, but that I'm, I'm gonna leave. I ain't gonna talk about that. But um, okay, yeah, it was, right. it was some reasons I feel cheated, but, but not in a way, in a way that I was mad at. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the stuff that I felt about, we had already talked about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't take a fact take from the fact I still feel cheated. You know what I'm saying? Because he, my, my dad had Parkinson's. I think I told you that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, he, he had Parkinson's. So he wasn't his normal. You know what I'm saying? His, his normal self. So it, it, it kind of it felt like I was robbed of the extra time I could have had before he passed away. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it so for me, it was like my father, when my father died, I was only I was only 29, right? Mm-hmm. And I and a part of me felt like really cheated because he did get to see me get married. He did get to see that, but mm-hmm. he didn't get to see he didn't get to see me have any kids. So um, that so that bothered me, like that bothered me, like heavy that bothered me but um you know I, I began to think about it and I said you know there's people out here that did didn't really get maybe even a day with their father they didn't get any time with their father so right. I gotta thank God for the 29 years whether whether I felt like it was short whether I felt however I felt about it it was 29 years that I got that somebody else never got with their father. So I had to put it in that perspective. And it it that that brought me more peace just knowing, you know, and I don't I don't want to get peace at somebody else suffering, but mm-hmm. it's just it's just life just you just have to put life in the perspective at times. It's like, you know, well, you know, thank God I got 29 years and I and they were good years. Like, you know, I I, I wish our relationship was better because we didn't we didn't we never lived in the same house. But I know my father did the best he could as a man, and that so that was enough for me. Right. That that's that's great as you found peace with it. Um my thing, my thing was it wasn't that uh but see my, my dad was my go-to. You know what I'm saying? He was he was my go-to. So it, it was like if I really went through something, and I felt like I was robbed of that, like early on before before he passed, because of you know, you got Parkinson's dementia comes in comes into play. Oh yeah. So so that that kind of like he would call my my youngest brother me, and he would call me my little brother. You know what I'm saying? So it it was uh it, it was it was getting like that. But like before that though, that was my that was my go to. Like I called my dad in a heartbeat. He he was like, I can still hear my father. Like I can still hear my father saying my name. 
Yeah, like, that never goes away. That never goes away. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of things that uh, I once once he passed, I felt like who do I go to? I don't have a go to. Like you know what I'm saying. And to be honest, I don't. You know what I'm saying. I I don't like I I, I kind of internalize more stuff now. You know what uh, I'm saying. Like I, because I don't have that that person with that experience that I feel like I can talk to, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, like my, my cousin asked me, uh, said, you know, we got our uncle. I was like, no, nah, it's not the same. He don't know. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't, don't know the experiences. Some, you know, some people will comment on things that they have no idea about. Yeah. That, that always kind of irritated me. Like you, I, Cause I don't do that. If, if you if you you came to me as like Mitch, do you know anything about having ten kids or something, something like that? I'm like, bro, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm and I'm gonna tell you that. But I'm gonna tell you if I know a guy who did, I will ask him. You know what I'm saying? I will ask him just to, so you, so you can have that that bit of advice. But I'm not about to comment on something yeah. that I have no no clue about. That's that's just how I am. And I wouldn't ask nobody for advice who I know don't have no idea about what I'm going through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could claim they do, but they do don't. You know what I'm saying? If you if you only have one child and you're telling me that you know how it is to have four, you're lying to yourself because it's not right. the same. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's, it's, yeah, it's... Because I, I, I understand what your cousin was saying, but it's like, he, he's not your father. Like, no, he is the one who. But your father, the one who created you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It just, it just hit different. different. Yeah, it's a barn that hit different. Like yeah. my father. Like, I think that that's one of the things too that that I really. My father didn't give me a whole lot of advice, mm-hmm. but the the few things he did tell me, like they really stuck. Like they really stuck because my father one thing about my father like um he was one of the most humble people i ever met like he was extremely humble like because he came from like like a very poor beginning he was like dirt poor so you know he he you know he got a job he was able to take care of himself and he wasn't like rich or famous he wasn't rich but he was able to provide for us. He took care, like he was able to provide for us, you know, for me, you know, it, you know, he had to pay child support, but even, even without that, like my father was like, he was there. Like it wasn't all the time, but it was, you know, it was what he could do. Like, and I think when, when a person is giving you their best, if you, at least if you feel it's their best, cause I, at that time I was a kid. So I don't, I can't say that was his absolute best or not, but you know what? It felt good. It felt like it right. was his best. So I'm going to give it to him. Then right. if he, you know, if he was here, maybe he would say something different. Like maybe he would feel like, well, I could have done this more. I could have done that more. But hey, for me, it was his best. And I, I, I came to accept that. Right. I can dig it. I, I can dig it. And I, I mean, I know my dad because my man, it's some things that that I talked about with my dad that um 
that no one else know about me that I've that I've done that no one else know I've done. <laughs> so <laughs> like my dad real life went to his grave with some stuff. <laughs> um and and that and and he told he told me how to uh like he a lot of a lot of codes and ethics things that that he violated as a man that he he instilled to me was like my father was a a, a a a do as I say not as I do. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, and um a lot of things that he did I didn't do because he told me not to do it, and it, and it's kind of in me to be that way. Like it's in me to be that way. There's some things that my mother told me not to do that today I won't do because I seen them, her do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, it's, that's just how my, my parents was wired. And it helped me a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just stopped me from doing certain things, certain things I just really can't do. And I see, and I every day I see people do it. And I'd be like, nah, I can't. Cigarettes, dead. I've never smoked a cigarette a day in my life. Me either. <laughs> and people wonder why I hate cigarette smoke. I'm like, you can thank my mom for that. <laughs> Did she used to smoke or? She used to smoke. She, she oh. used to tell me that she kicked cigarettes because of me. Oh, okay. Okay. I wouldn't go nowhere. I wouldn't go nowhere with my mother. Nowhere. Oh, because, this, oh, this was as you was older. Yeah, I was I was growing I was growing up. As I was growing up. Probably, oh. she, my mother kicked cigarettes off probably like. 13? Oh. Something like that. She kicked it then. 13, 14 years old. Right before uh, I got to high school. Oh. See, see, for me, it's it's alcohol. Because my father was an alcoholic. See, my, my mother, my mother drank, but she never drank a lot. Not even my father. My father drink beer like drink beer like a mother. I've never seen my father <laughs> drunk before in my life. Never. I never. I don't. I, I so okay. Now keep in mind, I said my father was an alcoholic, but I've only. I've, I can only say I saw him drunk. That I could say, yeah, he was drunk. That was one time, and that was at a wedding. That was at my. He's probably, he probably functional though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So. He can get a pass for that because hell, a lot right. of people get drunk at day, <laughs> day child. Yeah, yeah, they be wild. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had to go through that with him. But my my dad, he meant a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Both my parents do, but for the sake of for the sake of this, we talking about fathers. My father meant a ton to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, shoot, my father's father meant a ton to me. You know what I mean? Uh, I had a lot of good fatherly influences around me. You know what I'm saying? Coming up as, as a child. I and I uh I hate seeing kids that don't have that around them, you know what I'm saying? Particularly young men, because you know what I'm saying, a lot of times young men they get they have a whole bunch of females around them. Like how a female, how is a female gonna teach you how to be a father or a man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be it'd be good when you got uncles. That's around or older cousins or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm, I'll be thankful for the ones that I had in my life. You know what I'm saying? I try to do the same for others. You know what I'm saying? I try. I'm, I'm, I ain't no try. I'm, I'm, I die trying to be a father to my kids. Yeah. Um, 
uh, try to help, like, you know, be a help to my cousins, my siblings, whoever I come in contact with, man, the best I can, include my 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 sons and my uh, daughter's friends if I could. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I, if, it, if it was more, I felt like if us as fathers, was if it was more of us, even though it's a lot of us and, you know, a lot, a lot of the media be trying to make it seem like a lot of us not in the homes. So because you're not in the home don't mean you're not a father. Right, 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 right. And the ones that are in the home, which is a lot of them too, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, we we get we just got a bad rap. Not I don't like it. I, I hate it. I hate it. I, I can't stop. I've been stopped paying attention to it. Because I know too many, I too too many, I know too many good fathers. So that's why I don't even pay it no more. <laughs> Like if if I, if I, I was struggling to know a good father, then mm-hmm. I know way more good fathers than I know bad fathers. Yeah, right. So that's right. why I don't even pay that narrative no mind. I don't pay the narrative no mind, but when I hear women that I know say it, I quickly rebuttal because because I, I don't I don't like the uh, the narrative being put out there, and I believe and I'm I'm a firm believer in the power of the tongue. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You you keep ripping us down. You keep saying you want this, you want that, you want this, then you tearing it down. Like, how are you actually gonna get this when you you're out of your mouth saying that you want something else? Or you do or you don't or, or it don't exist. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm a, okay. I'm, this the one this the one pushback. And I think some men have to come to this understanding. We gotta understand that there are some women that mm-hmm. that literally have never seen no man take responsibility in her life. So she's yeah. never seen it. I I can't I can't be mad if she if she if she doesn't believe in it, she's not expecting it because she she that she hasn't experienced it. So it's like I can't even be mad at her. I can I can really be I can really be more mad at the men who failed her mm-hmm. as opposed to being mad with her because she's just she's just she's just communicating what she know, and what she knows is no man has ever been there for. Her. So yeah, I can understand that. But do but let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So even even with that, do that speak to every man? No, 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 definitely not. Right. That's what that's what I'm saying. When you when you when you say certain things and you use certain words, you know you know this because we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But when we use certain words, when you say men or black men or you know what I'm saying stuff like that, then you speaking to a crowd. Yeah. You know, right? But that's what hurt people do. When the people and the person is hurt, they look at they look at the 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 specific group of per like the specific person, like a black man or black women or whatever whatever that group consists of, and rather than breaking it down to that individual. They just say the whole group, but here's the here's the problem though, you know. Y- your job as a man is to protect and provide. So if you're not doing that for your child, like for a woman, for your daughter, 
Like her her first example of anything involving a man is her father. Well, exactly. if he's not there, then she has no solid example to go by. So so what so we can't be like we really can't be mad at these women. Like all we can it, it is I don't I don't I don't want to ignore them because that's mm-hmm. not helping either. Like, but really all you making the world all the work. Yeah, it's like it's like there's this huge communication gap that we can't we've not figured out how to close. Oh yeah. It, it definitely is that. It definitely is that. But that's the thing. Like I said, if 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 this woman never had a man, like her own but her own father, like the the the, the first example, just think about the first example you have with something fails you. Like <laughs> you know, it's a it's a um could we can we can talk about that all day because it's, it's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of different that dynamics there. Um because yeah. that, that guy might not have been that guy. Yeah, you, feel me? you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he he wouldn't be there, you know what I'm saying? And he might not even know he have a child. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of dynamic. Then there's just some dudes out here, like let's keep it a keep it a buck. That's sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you now though, my pet peeve, one of my biggest pet peeves, is dudes who have children and don't take care of the children they have, but then go with another woman and raise their children. Yeah, that's but you don't, but you don't ring dog. That is like that absolute mind boggling to me. Mind boggling and cowardly stuff. I have, man, that is so weak. To me, like I, I can't. I only know it's just weak to me. Can nobody convince me otherwise? Yeah, it, 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 they should be able to, because you're a father. Like you're a real father that make sacrifices for their kids. So <laughs> it's not supposed to make sense to you, <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. But, but but I, I mean, you some of the stuff I've seen, I've seen dudes do this type of stuff. And then talk bad about the father. Be like, nigga, you ain't taking care of your kids. Yeah. Like, like come on, bro. Like, it, uh, look, we got listen. We that like being a father is the most important job you gonna have as a man. It's the most yep. important because you because you're you're grooming that child. Like, of course, the mom is involved, but. It takes two. It it takes two. It like, definitely do. It, it takes two because you because you balance each other. Like there's times where I may be too tough, and 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 a mom have to step in, and then you she may nurture, be too tough. nurture, nurture. You do need, yeah, both. yeah, because that's women both. are nurturing by nature, so that's what they do. And then we, you know, we we some men are nurturing, but you know, men are men men are nurturing too. Let's 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 not. Mistake that men are nurturing too. Just but not it's on in a different level. style, though. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a different. It's it's different. Like the, you you had that masculine and that feminine energy raising the child. It's different, and they need both. They definitely need both. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that one thousand percent. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a ended on a extremely positive note. Okay. We got to talk about you being a grandfather because 
Man, every time I see boy, you be cheese. <laughs> I be like, if that man smile harder, he go his whole face going to explode. <laughs> All right, so it's funny you said something about her. Me and my son were talking about her earlier. How she got our YouTube uh, channels on lockup, like. Everything is cocoa melon on both of our Everything cocoa melon on it. Man, I love that little girl, man. Harmony. It just she just she just she just fun. Like the minute I see her, I can when my daughter stays over here from time to time. If I come in the door, it's like soon as she hear me, she's like, Papa, Papa. Okay, if I had a rough day. Or whatever the case is, like it just instantly she just bring my spirit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, how could you not have not know how your spirit's up with that little girl around, man? She she's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, a big ball of energy. And I get the I be in it, but I see her and I see my oldest daughter all over again. because uh... that's how she used to be. And whatever I had, she had to have it. <laughs> <laughs> And she kind of still like that now. <laughs> man, that's crazy. <laughs> man, but look, bro, I, I listen, I thank you, man, for for just taking the time to do this, like being so open and transparent, like with everything that's going on, man. And I tell you offline and I tell you on, you know, tell you on here, man. You a great father, like you you, you make a lot of sacrifice. I always see like the sacrifices you make for your kids, man. And I truly admire and respect you for doing that. Um, you, you, just, your kids are like, like I told my last guest, man, I, the, the, I hope the kids understand like how blessed they are because it's fathers like you making these huge sacrifices to make sure that the kids are good. Like it's, it's commendable, it's respectable. And, and I definitely salute you, brother. And I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. And I'm really glad to see you in a much better space, man. So that's, appreciate that's, it, man. Yeah. Really appreciate it. I got to say something to you, man. I definitely admire you as a husband and a father. Because of what you what you did um, picking up and moving to um, to Cali, man, that's not something I know. I, I know I wouldn't have did. And you did that, man. I was like, yo, that takes balls. <laughs> It it do it do man it do that you put your pride aside. It's like you know what my wife got this opportunity. Let's go. Yeah. That took balls, man. I admire that a lot, man. When when you told me that you was over, there, I was like, yo. Every time I talked to you, I was like, yo. <laughs> James got balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might some 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 guys just like kind of like you know they just push over like whatever you know what I'm saying whatever they wife to say they gonna do. I know you not like that. So yeah. so for you to so for you to, to be, and make that decision because I know that wasn't no easy damn decision. But man, that hey look man, that was that was tough. You know what? I'm a I'm gonna elaborate on that really quick. And first, and, and thank you, man. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I never really tell, I don't know if I tell people how I arrived at the decision, but I can, I'll speak on it now. Um, you know, at that time, 
we would talk. Me, 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 me and her would talk a lot. And mm-hmm. she always like she's she's literally one of the smartest humans, not women. She's literally one of the smartest humans I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And she would lay out her plans and she would tell me everything she wanted to do. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to work for a big tech company. And I would see everything she said come to fruition. Mm-hmm. So when that opportunity came for her, because that was like the big opportunity for her, like everything else she told me happened, but this one was huge. And I and I knew like I had like we was a team. I had to get on board. Like, yeah, it was you know it was difficult giving up a career. Like, because you know, as a man, we we live off of providing. Like that's our life right. is providing. But I couldn't. I like there was no way I could deny her that opportunity. It was just too great of an opportunity for her. And I and I knew we would be okay. It wasn't like, you know, this is the end of life or you no, know, you know, it was just like it's a great opportunity. Mm. I know how hard she worked for it. She spoken into existence. It wasn't no way I was gonna get in her way. So it was a it was a it was it it looked like a tough decision, but it, it but it was it really wasn't. It was just I had to accept what came with the decision, just not working and stuff like that. But I knew, I knew God would take care of us. So I was like, okay, like when I, I told her she was going to get the job. When she went and interviewed, I said, look, you're going to get the job. So I already started prepping my family. Like, hey, uh, it's a good chance I'm going to be moving. <laughs> so just go ahead and be prepared. Because I, I knew like when, when a person telling you what they're going to do and you see it happening, what makes you think this gonna be any different? So yeah, but that still take that still take balls, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I, I, and I like I said, I I I, I truly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I will also tell anybody, man, that woman worked hard. She worked her fucking ass off to get that opportunity, and I was not gonna stand in her way. It just that's wasn't what's up. so. That's what's up. But like I said, brother, thank you so much, man. Man, look, I, I know we don't say it a lot, but I'm going to say it. Brother, I love you. You've been, you been my friend since, shit, 94? God, God damn. Niggas old out here. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you've been my friend before the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. Damn. damn. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. But like I said, right. man, I love you, man. Look, I appreciate you. And, and man, I know you got some more great things ahead. And I'm excited to see it for you, brother. Thanks, man. Late and tell you too, man. Much love. Appreciate uh, you. Definitely. I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.